Okay, good morning everybody. Uh, and Afrelchan Khanka. Today's daf is Babakama Daf Lamid Vav. We are holding on Daf Lamid Hayam and Bays on the fourth wide line at the two dots on Daf Lamid Hayam and Bays. Today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children, Lilishmas's mother, Goldabas Simcha Le Shalom. Also by Daniel Sadian for the success of Klal Yisrael in these times and Atzlacha for our soldiers and our captives. They should all come home safely. Also by Mendy and Hindi Yudin, uh, Lezecher Nishmas, Mendy's grandmother, Mrs. Lillian Yudin, Leah Bas Avram Chaim, whose yard site is tomorrow, the Neshama Shevna Aliyah. We thank all of the sponsors very, very much <coughs> Excuse me for the sponsorship. So we're going to talk about today's essentially three topics. Topic number one is we're going to finish up the third parak with the discussion about when you have two oxen and one of them uh, gored another ox, but you don't know which one, but both oxen are owned by the same person. Both of the potential mazikim are owned by the same person. So the Mishnah spoke about that case. We're going to discuss some of the details of what exactly that case is about. Are they a shar tam? Are they a shar muad? Then the Gemara, the, uh, the, the first Mishnah in the next parak. Uh, Ben Shem is going to talk about if a short time gores several times, it gores three, four, five times, and it's a short time the whole time. So to be sure, I'm going to talk about how is that even possible, but somehow it's a short time the whole time. So how do we structure the payments? Who does he owe what to? And what if there's not enough migufo to pay to go around to everybody to pay for uh, for all the damage or for chatzinezek of all those different animals that he had damaged? So we're going to have machlokas tanoim in the Mishnah, and the Gemara is going to discuss whether our Mishnah follows Rabbi Akiva or Rabbi Yishmael going back to that machlokas that we keep coming back to by a short time, the machlokas whether when, uh, when a short time damages, does the nizik become a shutaf in the animal that was mazik? Or no, it's just an amount that is paid is chati uh, Megufo, but not that it's an actual shutaf in the uh, in the animal that is uh, that is mazik. And then at the end of the daf, the Gemara is going to talk about a tokeya If a person somehow damages the ear of another person, he damages the hearing of another person. Uh, different shitos and rishonim, exactly what he did to damage the hearing of another person. So we're going to discuss the payment that has to be made for damaging the hearing of another person. We're going to give a uh, an amount of money, but the problem is we're not sure what type of currency that money is being described in. We know that there's such a thing as Kesef Tzuri and Kesef Medina, but Kesef Tzuri is eight times the amount of Kesef Medina. So Bezram will get to we'll get to that at the end of the daf. So let's begin at the two dots, Lamadeim Bays, four lines into the wide lines. Gufa, Amarabba Barnasan, Tanochit and Vadalobasar and Potter. If a guy says you owe me wheat, uh, you owe me a uh, hundred bushels of wheat, and he responds, I owe you zero bushels of wheat, but I haven't told you a hundred bushels of barley. So the Allah is that he's Potter. So my Kamashmalan Tanino, what's the Khidish that don't we already learn in the Brysa? In Mesecha Shavuos, that Ta'anochitin v'hodulo b'sorin Pater, that uh, I don't need Rabbi Barnasan to tell me this. This is a brisa that if I ask for wheat, I claim wheat, and you admit barley that uh, the Pater says. Had I only had that brisa, Hava Amina Pater mid mechitin v'chayv mid mesa 
Sa'orin. I would think that he's part of for paying for the value of wheat, but he's still going to be chayiv in Dmei Sa'orin. He's still going to have to pay for the value of the barley. So Kamash Malan, the Patalagamri. That's why it has to tell me, no, Pater means entirely Pater. So now the Gemara asks on our, uh, from our Mishnah on this din of Rabbi Barnasan. The Rabbi Barnasan says that if you're not modem min hataina, that you're going to be totally Pater. Tanan, we said in our Mishnah, that let's say the, the animals that were damaged were two, one that was large and one that was small, and there were also two mazikin, one that was large and one that was small, and the Nizik claims that it was the gadol that was mazik the gadol, and it was the katan that was mazik the katan, and the mazik says, no, it was the katan that was mazik the gadol, and the gadol that was mazik the katan. So, uh, meaning the mazik would rather say that it, that it was a mix, that it was the gadol that was mazik the katan, because chatzidesik of the katan is going to be a very small amount, so there's plenty, you know, it's going to be come out to less, uh, way less than gufo of the gadol, and uh, when I say that my katan married your, uh, was ma- married, was mazik your, uh, your gadol, so chatzinezik of that gadol is, uh, is, it may not even be covered by, uh, by the, the gufo of the katan, so I'm going to end up having to pay less money, so uh, hello, but what is the implication of the Mishnah when we say, mostly mechaver lavaraya, hello my siraya, shakil kutukamer mazik, that if you're not able to bring a raya, that if the nizik is not able to bring a raya, that it was a gadol that was mazik the gadol, and the katan that was mazik the katan, then you're gonna we're gonna you're gonna pay as the mazik had claimed. So you know you'll pay as if it was the gadol that was mazik the katan, the katan that was mazik the gadol. But am I? Why do you take kedivrei mazik? After all, chitim usorim ninu. This is exactly the case of tonu chitim v'hodol b'sorim. Because you're making a taina on one min and you mold on another min, and therefore you should be putter entirely, just like Rabbi Bar Nassan said. Meaning, the assumption is that when I say it was your gadol that was mazik my katan, I was your gadol that was mazik my gadol, and you say no, it was my katan that was mazik your gadol. So I'm being molded to a different thing. It's an entirely different animal. That's like tanochitin vahodelo saorin. It just happens twice: one on the nizik that was the gadol animal, one on the nizik that was the katan animal. But each time you're you're saying that it was. Was a different animal that was mazik, so it's tanochit and vodel b'sorin. So answers the Gemara. Uh, the Mishnah does not mean to say that you uh, take you get paid uh, like the hodas hamazik, but rather ra'oi litol ve'inlo. When the Mishnah says that it does not mean to imply, and without a raya you just do whatever the mazik says. No, what the Mishnah means to say is, and without a raya you get nothing. You can't get paid at all, like tanochitin v'hodel b'sorin that. Uh, you can't get paid at all because of uh, uh, if, you, if you don't bring a raya. So it says, really? Vatanya, but Abraisa elaborates on our Mishnah and tells us, that it says beferish that you get paid from the uh, as the mazik had claimed. Says no, that's talking about ditafas. That's only when the nizik was ready to face the money from the mazik uh, based on the hoda'a of the mazik. He was to face the amount that equates to the hoda'a of the mazik. So in that way, the brisa paskins ain't motzi in miado. That we're not going to take it back away from the nizik. Whatever he was to face. 
face, that's going to be his uh, his payment. There, the 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 uh, uh, the the, the, the Rishonim whether the tefisa works uh, only before uh, the 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 uh, the, the face was toveya the nitva kedin, or even after the hamad bedin. So Baal Shuma writes for that from Rashi. It sounds like Shek- Rashi writes shakodam nizik v'tafas. Sounds like only before the hamad bedin. That's when tefisa is going to work. And the Torah explains because only when he was tafas lefnei hamada can he say that, uh, that that can he make a taina that he was not toveya saorim because he was muchsak in them as opposed to if he was tan chitim atachayevli and only afterwards he was toveya. So it sounds like he was mochel or moda on the saorim and therefore tefisa is not going to work on something that you already mochel or moda on. So it has to be before he ever uh, made any taina because as soon as you're ta- as soon as you you make a taina for chitim that's the equivalent of saying and I'm mochel ani saorim. So at that point you're not going to be able to be tofes saorim. You're not going to be able to grab the saorim. That's how the Torah explains shitas Rashi. However, the Rambam in Toin Vinitan Paragimel Halachiyud is not mechalek and, uh, and 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 his shita is that tefisa always works. So the sma on the side of the Shulchan Aruch and Chosh Mishpat Simin Samil Ches as well as the Nesivas explain that tefisa works even after your your mochel because uh, the mechila was not a clear and, and explicit mechila. It was just that I was not towing. I didn't. My tevia was on chitin and wasn't on uh, saorin. So that's only like a suffolk mechila that came about through my shtika about anything about saorin. And therefore, when I'm machzikin, I do an action to go and grab it. That tefisa is going to work. So that is the machlokas rishonim. Now the gemara says, but I have another kasha uh, that to ask from our mishnah. Tanan, we learned that if you have haya uh, echotam vechon one animal is a short time and the other one is a short muad. Hanizik, Gomer Muad, Nizik is a gadol. Vitamis a katan. The Nizik says that it was your short muad that damaged my gadol, and therefore you're going to have to pay Nezik Shalem Minaliyah. And it was uh, the tam that was, that damaged my katan, that my smaller animal, which was much cheaper. Okay, that you pay Chatzin Nezik Migufo. But my big expensive animal, that one you're going to have to pay Nezik Shalem Minaliyah. Vamazik Gomer Loki. The Mazik says, not true. Elatamis a gadol. As far as your big expensive of animal, all I'm going to have to pay is and it was my sharmua, as far as your teeny tiny animal, yeah, that I pay nezek shalim, no problem. So the Allah is that if the nezek wants to collect kefi, uh, his tevia, he's going to have to bring a raya. Sounds like hello, my see raya, that if he doesn't bring a raya, that he takes like the mazik had said, that he still gets paid, he just gets paid based on what the mazik had said. Why does he get paid at all? After all, isn't this a case of chitin nesarin? And didn't Rabbi Barnasan tell me tano chitin nesarin? You're going to be potter. Says the Gemara. Same answer. Ra'oi the einlo. Not that he actually gets paid, but that you know, even though he should get paid, he can't get paid. So Vatanya, but we have a brisa that elaborates on the mission. The brisa says hareza mishtalem lekaton minamuaru legadol minatam. It says that you actually get paid. So how can you say that it means that you don't really get paid? Answer the Gemara, once again, the tafas. No, you only actually get paid if you went and you were toface. Say machlokas rishonim, toface before the time, after the time. But only when, if you went and you were toface, only then are you actually going to get paid. Then the Mishnah said, how you shneim, if both of the 
Shvarim that were mazikin were shel ish echad. Both of the potential shvarim that were mazik belong to the same person. Shneim chayavim. Then the owner of that of those oxen is going to have to pay because one of his oxen definitely did the damage. So if, uh, I don't know whether it was ox A or ox B that damaged my my animal, but I know that you own both ox A and ox B. So obviously you're going to have to pay. So says the Gemara uh, that, uh, that 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 will show to us that will demonstrate. Straight to us the following halacha. Amr le Rava mi Parzika le Ravashi. Rava mi Parzika, same place, said to Ravashi, Shema mina, from the fact that it says in our Mishnah that Shneem Chayavim, and the Pashtus is the Nizik is able to collect his chov from both of them, we see that Shvarim Tamim Sheiziku, that if you have uh, two short times that do damage, that one of them does damage, and we don't know which one does damage, Ratsami Zegova, Ratsami Zegova, that the Nizik gets to choose which one he wants to collect from. That's what the phrase Shneim Chayavim seems to imply. And therefore, if one of them gets lost, uh, the uh, the other one will just take its place and it'll collect from that one. And you're able to collect from that one. So if one short time disappears, uh, somehow gets lost, so then I'll collect from the other short time. No problem. So Ravashi says, no, that's not a halacha that you could prove from our Mishnah. And what's our Mishnah talking about? Bimuadin. Our Mishnah is not talking about a short time. So about Sharmuadin, where the Nizik is not gova from the Goof of the uh, Shvarim. Because Shartam uh, is you pay me Gufa, but a Sharmur, you pay me Aliyah. The, the, the Tashlum comes from the Metav of the Nechse Amazik, from Min Aliyah. All of his Nechasim are Meshuba to pay that uh, that Chov. It's Lav Dafka, the Shor that you collect from. So therefore, only in such a case that the Shvarim are Muadim, so the Nizik can collect whichever, from whichever one he wants. And if one of them gets lost, he could go and he could collect from the other one, just like I could collect from your house or from anything else that you that you own because everything you have is meshuba to uh, to pay so it says more ibn muadin but if the mission is talking about a case where the shvarim were muadin ema seifa um, if you read weiter in the mishnah it says in the seifa that both of the uh, oxen that are uh, that, that are rodef one shor and one and uh, to, to be mazikit and one of the rodefim is a large ox and the other one is a small ox hanizik the nizik says it was your large ox that was mazik that it was the small ox that was mazik. So it sounds like we're, they were talking about two shvarim tamim. And w- w- what's the whole nidon between the mazik and the nizik is that since the chiv of, uh, of payment for a short tam that does damage is chatzi nezik megufo, so it's in the nizik's best interest to say it was the larger ox that did the damage because I'd rather have chatzi of the goof of that one. And, and it's in the mazik's best interest to say it was the smaller ox and you max out at Chatzi of the Guf of that one. So Motzi Mechaver Lavaraya. The Allah in that case Motzi Mechaver Lavaraya. So Ibu Muadin, but if we were talking about a Shar Muad, Mainafkle Minas of Sof to make Torah Ma'aliyah by Yerushalme. Meaning if that was about a Shar Muad, then it really shouldn't make a difference whether it was your large ox, your small ox. You, you pay me for the damage. You don't pay me from your ox. You pay me an Aliyah when it's a Shar Muad. So the whole, that whole uh, uh, halacha in the Mishnah doesn't make any sense if you're going to say that we're talking about Shar, uh, uh, Shar Muad. So Amalei's Ravashi said back to Rava Miparzika, you cannot uh, prove that the entire Mishnah is about Tamin, because it could be that Seifa B'Tamin, that the Seifa of the Mishnah of Echel Gadol and Echel Katan, the two damage, and the Nizik says it was a Gadol, and the Mazik says it was a Katan. Yeah, that's about Shvarim Tamin, the Reisha, but the Reisha that talks about that uh, they both belong to one person is Bimuadin, is talking about uh, Shor Muad, and therefore uh, you, you Viter cannot be Mochiach, the din of Rava Miparzika, 
Shtika that Ratzmi Zegova, Ratzmi Zegova, from like like you would by a short time. So Rav Acha Saba rejects that which we said that the ratio of our Mishnah is talking about Muadin. Armly Rav Acha Saba the Ravashi. If the ratio is talking about muadim, chayavim, you know the lashon of chayavim. Uh, when it comes to muadim, you don't collect from the oxen themselves. You collect from the bal hashar. He's the one that's chayiv. Chayiv gavra mi Shouldn't have said chayavim, which implies that somehow the burden is on the oxen in some way. No, it's purely on the bailim. Vesu myshneim, and also what, what's the mashmos of the of the word shneim in shneim chayavim when they're muadim that are mazik. Chiv Tashlim is uh, is is uh, is not chal on the uh, uh, only on the goof of the shor. It's chal, it's chal on all of the mamon that belongs to the balashar. That it's all meshubad to to make this payment. Even if he had many many oxen, he could have had a hundred oxen. So they're they're all meshubad to make this payment. So uh, so you can't say that our mishnah is talking about a muad. So a new mahalich in our, in our mishnah against Ravami Parzika is elali olam. Tamin. Our Mishnah is in fact talking about Shvarim Tamin. The reason it says Shneim Chayavim is not because the din of Ravami Parzika is correct, that Ratami Zegova, Ratami Zegova. No, it's not telling you that if one of them gets lost, the Nizu could just collect from the other one. No, then what the Mishnah is telling me is Kozman, that they're both here, you collect from them, but if one of them gets lost, you don't collect at all. For Rabbi Akiva, he and our Mishnah is going like Rabbi Akiva to Amar, because Rabbi Akiva says that the owner of the short Tam, that Tam Damages, and the owner of the shor nizik of the shor that got damaged are shutafin inu. They're partners now in the shor amazik. That's the way chatzin nizik migufa works. That as soon as my shor tam gores your shor, we are now partners in my shor tam. And that uh, that that happens because of the ma'isa nizik. And it's mikoach that shutfus that the nizik gets half of the money of the shor amazik. Time of the the but that's only when both of the potential oxen that did the damage are here. So uh, then the nizik can be gove the demeya hezik from either one of them because uh, one of them for sure did the damage, and the mazik can't be docha the nizik and say I'm not paying you. Maybe it was the other ox. Yeah, you own the other ox also, so you're gonna have to pay me regardless. But if they're not both here, the mazik. And say you want to collect from the only shard that I have left? Well, bring me a raya that 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 shard is the one that uh, that did damage to you, and I'm happy to get, to give you half of that shard. But you can't prove that as far as uh, as far as you know, it might be the other shard that uh, that did uh, damage to you. I see from all the movement uh, that uh, that this is the end of the art school. Okay, so uh, we move on to the next uh, the next volume of art school. So now we begin the uh, the fourth parak of Shorsh of of so says the Mishnah. If you have a shor that gores uh, four or five, four or five oxen, one after the other, and in all of those negichos, it was it remained a short time. How does it remain a short time if it keeps goring over and over again? Rashi writes, it saw it saw other shvarim and it didn't do anything. Remember, a muad could be chosel tamuso if it's given that same opportunity over and over again and it doesn't act. So this shard kept on seeing other oxen and not goring, and then every whatever fourth or fifth shard that it saw, it gored, and uh, so it kept on doing that on on that pattern. The rashba. 
writes, no, that the case is that uh, he didn't. It was he was not huad bifnei bailim after each negicha. Uh, meaning it's liude gavra. The whole point of a muad is that the bailim has to know that now he has to keep a better shmira. But they never told the bailim he has to keep a better shmira. Or the meiri suggests that he was nagach kulam biyomechad. And uh, the gemara had said earlier chav gimlam beis that you don't become a muad. That's just called having a bad day. An animal is not a muad if it all happens on one day. It's got to show a pattern of behavior that happens over uh, over a period of time. So some. Out. The animal was a short time that gored multiple times. So technically speaking, the chiyuv is chatsi nezek megufo from the guf of the mazik for each of the oxen that accord. So what do you do? You shalim shabahem. You first pay the last one that accord v'miyesh b'mosar. And if there's still something left, meaning let's say it gored a four hundred dollar uh, uh, shar, and it itself is only worth two hundred dollars. So if the last one was a four hundred dollar shar, you got yo chatsi nezek megufo. So you're done. It's not Nothing left. There's nothing left to pay because you call it only pay up to chatzinezek megufo. Uh, but let's say the the, it, it, the mazik is a four hundred dollar shar and a quarter two hundred dollar shar. So if a quarter two hundred dollars, so it only owes a hundred dollars. So you sell the mazik, you give a hundred dollars to the last nizik. Now we move on to the next nizik and see how much I owe him. So the uh, So if there's extras, yaksil the shalafanov. You go back back to the previous nizik and you pay him. If there's extra from that, yaksil the shalafnei then you go back to the nizik prior to that. Ha'achron, achron, niskar, divirah meir. The last one is the one that benefits the most. That's the one that gets the, the payment, the, his full due, which is chatzin nizik, so his half due, whatever. That's the one that gets paid. But after that, it's, uh, it's up in the air, depending on, on, on availability of funds. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Rabbi Shimon disagrees. He says, shor shav masayim, shor shav masayim. And he says, let's, let's make it real. Let's give an actual case. A shor shav masayim gores another shor shav masayim. Tuvajal shor gores and it does it totally destroys it so there's zero dollars worth of value left in the nizik that makes it much simpler the nizik gets one hundred dollars and the mazik gets one hundred dollars worth of the shor that was mazik if it then goes and gores another shor that's shava masayim and again now it's worth zero after being gored the last one gets one hundred Vishalafanov. So so far, so far we didn't say any chiddush, right? So far we said exactly like uh, Rabbi Meir said that the achron is going to be the one that gets his full of uh, whatever he deserves. His chatinaz gemigufo. No, but here's where it changes. Vishalafanov and the nizik and the bailim that were shutafim in the shor prior to that hezik zenotel chamishim zuz vizenotel chamishim zuz. They split the fifty zuz fifty zuz because the first net nizik became a shutaf in half of the shar. So he's a chayiv on that shmirah. He becomes chayiv in the shmirah. If you're really a shutaf in the shar, you're responsible for the future damage that that shar does. So when it gores a second time, he's also chayiv to pay for the nezek based on his chaylek in the shar. So over here, where half of the shar belonged to him, he pays uh, half of the dam- half of the chatzin nezek to the, the last party that was uh, that was damaged. Chazar if it then goes and does it a third time, same story, $200, now it's worth zero, so the last guy is owed $100. That last guy gets his 
Bishalafan of Hamishim Zuz. The guy, the Nizik prior to that only gets 50 Zuz. Kefi, his Chalik in the Shar, which was Mea Zuz, uh, which is uh, the value of Chati of the Shar. Ushnaim Arishonim, and the, the first Nizik and the Bailim, where uh, the, the, who, who each of them split the, the Shar of Hamishim uh, Zuz, which is Reva of the Shar, Dinar Zahav. Each gets 25 Zuz, which is a uh, one quarter of the Nizik. Now, we recall the Machlokas that we keep coming back to between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva as, as far as what, what are the mechanics of Shortam Mishale Migufo. That according to Rabbi Akiva, as soon as the Shor is Mazik, the Nizik becomes a Shutaf in the Gufa Shor uh, based on the value of Chatzin Nezek. So, uh, so, so over here also, the Nizik becomes Chayiv in the Shmira as soon as it damages because he's the proud owner now of this uh, of this Shor. But according to Rabbi Shmuel, when we say that you're Mishale Chatzin Nezek Migufo, it means that you don't have to pay the Mazik just doesn't have to write a check for more than the value of his own shar, but the Nizik doesn't actually become an owner of the the, the shara Mazik. So ask Gemara Masnis and money. Uh, Rabbi Meir Shita in our Mishnah is going like who, right? Meaning we're not asking about the Shita of Rabbi Shimon. That's more obvious. Rabbi Meir Shita that the Achron is Niskar, and uh, you you know if you have leftover money, give all of it to the previous one to the previous guy. So who's that going like? The Lok Rabbi Shmuel, the Lok Rabbi. Akiva. It seems to be like neither Rabbi Shmuel nor Rabbi Akiva. Because Rabbi Shmuel, if you want to say it's going like Rabbi Shmuel, the Amar Bali Chovos Nenu, who says that it's just a matter of a chov, but he doesn't own the Gufashar. Hai Achron Achron Niskar. When it says Achron Achron Niskar, that the last Nizik collects first, that's not correct. Rishon Rishon Niskar Mi It should have been that the first Nizik should collect first, because then it's Bali Chovos. When it comes to Bali Chovos, if I owe somebody money earlier, he's got to get paid back before the people that I'm in debt to from later on. You're supposed to pay back earlier, uh, you know, uh, debts before you pay back later debts. And Rabbi Akiva, And if you hold the Rabbi Akiva that it's an ox that's now owned bishutvus, hay yeshpo mosar. It shouldn't say you go back to the previous one and give the previous guy the entire Chatzin Nezik. That's not correct because that Nizik was also Chayv in the Shmira by the time it, it, it damaged the last guy. So therefore, uh, you should go back Lukulam. It should have said that uh, the extra money gets divided between all of the Nizakim, like Rabbi Shimon said in the Mishnah. So says the Gemara, Rabbi Really, our Rabbi Meir is following Shitas Rabbi Shmuel. Dabra Bali Chovosinu, who says that they are Bali Chov, Udkashalach, Achron Achroniska, Rishon Rishon Niska mi Bale. I our Kasha was, why does the last guy benefit? It should be the earlier guys that benefit. It's the earlier Bali Chov that normally get paid back. Uh, the case is that the Nizik uh, was tofaced the Shar in order to collect his domain Nezik from that Shar. Vinasa love Kishomer Sakhal and Izakin. And he became a Shomer Sakhar to be Chayev in the Shmira and the Nizakar of that Shar. So when that Shar then went and was uh, and, and, and did damage again, so uh, the, uh, the, 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 the Nizik uh, is, uh, is, is Chayev on the Nagicha. And since he's a Shomer Sakhar, the Bailim is not chayv at all on the Nagicha. Only the Shomer is chayv on the, the Nagicha. He's the only one that's going to be chayv, meaning he's the only one that bears responsibility. So all that that uh, that should have gone to him from the Shar, he's now going to have to pay to the next Nizik. And that's the way it works.
works down the line. So that's why it's achron achron chayiv, because the case in the Mishnah is uh, each nizik, as soon as his shor was damaged, grabbed the shor amazik. If I grab the shor amazik, I now have to watch the shor amazik. And if it's my responsibility to watch, I'm fully responsible for everything that it does. So if it goes and gores again, I have to pay the chatzinezik, so I'm going to lose the chatzinezik with gufo, so I'm going to lose the entire shor. So the Gemara asks, Iachi, if that's what we're talking about, that he's tofes the shor, and, uh, and, and therefore he's the, the only one that's responsible for the damage of the shor. Yesh b'mosu yaksu when it says yesh b'mosu, you go to the previous guy, that's not correct, because that which uh, the previous guy lost his chilek, because he became chayiv in the nezek of the last one. It should have said that whatever's left over from the shor should go back to the bailim arishonim, because the bailim was not was never chayiv on all the other nizak, and the bailim was only chayiv on the first nezek that happened. So Ravina hachi katani. The Mishnah means to say as follows, im yesh b'moser b'nezakav, if the last nezek was smaller than the previous nezek, and it turns out that the previous nezek doesn't have to pay everything that he's owed to the last guy, so so he gets to collect that difference, meaning if the first nezek was owed $200, and the last nezek was only owed $100, so good, so then the, the, the first nezek is still going to be able to get paid that difference. So the Gemara brings a raya to this explanation. When Ravan came from Eretz Shol to Babel, he said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Mishum Pshia Shomrin Naguba, that this whole halacha is based on Pshia Shomrim, that the, the, the previous nizik was Poshaya in Ishmira of the Shar. So he also explains, like, uh, like Rava, that uh, Rameir holds like Rabbi Shmuel, and the nizik is not Chayiv because he became a Shutaf in the Shar, he's Chayiv because he became a Shomer in the Shar, and he failed in his job of Shmira. So, Bemayu Kimta, who are we saying that the Mishnah is going like, that Rameir is going like? Rabbi Shmuel. Iachiyem is Seifa, but then the Seifa of the Mishnah reads, Rabbi Shimon Omer. So that, that line in the Mishnah where, where Rabbi Shimon uh, comes and says that uh, that the last guy gets paid when he gets paid, and then the previous guy uh, splits with the Bailim, and the previous guy with that splits with the So, so uh, Asan Rabbi Kiva. That is clearly assuming like Rabbi Akiva, who, who assumes that as soon as the first nezek happens, the first nizik becomes a shutaf in that shard. And that's why he has to split the payment to the next nizik, uh, who at that point becomes a shutaf in the shard. So Reisha Rabbi Shmuel, the safe Rabbi Akiva, that's clearly Rabbi Akiva. So now you're going to tell me that the Reisha is going like Rabbi Shmuel and the safe is going like Rabbi Akiva. So Amri, the, 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 the Bnei Yeshiva responded that in exactly correct that uh, that the ratio goes like Rabbi Shmuel and the Seif goes like Rabbi Kiva, and that's not a problem. So Ha'amr le Shmuel Rabbi Yudah, because Shmuel said to Rabbi Yudah once on a similar kasha, Shinna Shvok Masnisin Vitabas Ra'i. Leave the Mishnah and don't bother to be Miyashivit like one Tana. Just follow my explanation and explain the Mishnah to be going like two Tanaim. Rash Rabbi Shmuel, the Seif Rabbi Akiva. Meaning, don't break your head trying to figure out something that's not figure outable. It's uh, something that's, uh, that, that you're not going to be able to ever, uh, to ever be Miyashiv to ever be able to resolve. You can't resolve something like that. The ratio is, it's, it's just uh, that it's two different shitos in Tanaim, and the Mishnah sometimes work, works like that. So now the Gemara brings a suffix in, a, in, in explaining a different Mishnah 
they're going to be able to be poshit from our Mishnah. Tanan Hasam Hatokeya Lechaveros. So this is the third topic of the Dapna. Tokeya Lechaveros. Someone is uh, Tokeya in, in, in someone else's uh, in someone else's ear. What does it mean to be Tokeya in someone else's ear? Rashi writes that he's Hiko Oso Keneged Ozno. He quotes in the name of his Rebbe that he whacks him in the ear. He smacks him in the ear. And then he says, or it could be in Tokeya Mamish. In Bechoros he explains, Tokeya Mamish Shetoka Mipiv Ba'ozno. That he's shouting very loudly. The Rashba writes in the name of uh, Rabbeinu Hananel that, uh, that it's a raya from a that we're going to have later on in Dafsadi Aleph where it says, Hamavit es chavero ba'ozno That you frighten someone and the Gemara gives an example. What does it mean you frighten someone? You uh, are tokeya in their ear. So if we're talking about where you smack him across the ear, so that's uh, that's not frightening him, it's assaulting him. Uh, frightening someone is like you shout, so you say you scare the person. So that's that's the uh, the machlokas we shown him uh, over here. The Rashba writes in the name of Rabbi Hananel that uh, you're only going to be chayiv though if you grab him at the time that you're tokeya. But if you don't grab him, you're pater. The Miri says when it comes to boshes, you're chayiv even if you don't grab him. Uh, it's only to, to be mechayiv him for the nezek, the tsar, the repo, and the shaves that you need to actually grab him. I Meaning it needs to be that you 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 do some physical action beyond just yelling in uh, in his ear. Okay, but bottom line is tokeya lechaver. Whatever it means, you did something that you harmed his hearing. So Nosen Lo Sela, you have to pay his Sela for the boshes that he's uh, that he's going to suffer. Um, the uh, so Rabbi Yehuda Omer Mishum Rabbi Yosei Mana that you don't pay a Sela, you pay a Mana. You pay a hundred zuz, which is uh, which is what a Mana what a Mana means. Um, <coughs> The, uh, the, if you also did Nezek to him, then aside for the Sela and the Boshes, he also has to pay the Nezek or the Tsar, the Ripoy, the Shavas, all that as well. That's what Rashi writes. The Rambam writes that this payment includes the Tsar, the Ripoy, and the Shavas because it's one of the Chavalos that, uh, that, that since there's a small amount of Tsar, Chazal or Masakin, a, a particular amount of money. That's, uh, so that's how the Rambam understands that we're never going to be able to really assess the Tsar because it's a tiny amount. So Chazal will just Masakin that that's the amount of money that you pay for this. Okay, so the Gemara tells the story. There was someone that was tokea, but asno shel chavero, and they came to Rav Tuvia Bar for a din Torah. Rav Tuvia told him he's got to pay a sella because that was the sheet of the Tanakama. So shalchim Rav Tuvia Bar Masna lekamid Rav Yosef. So he sent him to Rav Yosef to ask a shayla. When we say you got to pay a sella, sella tsuri tanan or sella medina tanan. Yeah, I passed like the Tanakama that it's got to be a sella. But what kind of sella? Is it a sella? That uh, that's a sell tsuri, which is four zuz, or is it a sell of Medina, which is uh, worth only one eighth of that, which is therefore going to be uh, half a zuz? Generally speaking, the rule is that when it comes to uh, to payments in the Torah, it's a selatsuri, and when it comes to payments midrabanan, you have a sela medina. You'd be paying with kesef medina, not kesef tsuri. That's what we've pointed out in the past. Rosh Hashanah often points out that when it comes to ksuba, the whole machlokas of ksuba daraisa, ksuba drabanan, could have significant uh, ramifications. But uh, the, uh, the the phrase the chazi lichi mida that we use in the ksuba is uh, according to those shitas that say ksuba drabanan, you could still have a phrase the chazi lichi mida because it means the, that, that we're using kesef midaraisa 
even though uh, the ksuba may only be drabanan, which means that the uh, that the kesef is is eight times the value of what it might otherwise be. Shatzlitz pointed out it's machlokes rishonim, but many rishonim hold that when a ksuba salmana is mana, it's only one hundred dollars. That's for sure only midrabanan. We don't say the chazilichim midaris and the ksuba salmana. So it turns out that when we say ksubas pesulas masayim and ksubas almana is mana, according to some rishonim, it doesn't mean that ksubas pesul is worth twice as much as ksubas almana. It means it's worth sixteen times as much because ksubas pesula is is masayim zuz midaraisa. Even if it's the ksubas only a dindrabanan, but the kesef is kesef midaraisa, whereas ksubas almana is uh, is a mana midrabanan. Uh, other Show them say no, that it's got to be consistent. That the whole Masechta sounds like it's uh, 100, 200, we're just throwing the numbers around as if uh, one is half of the, uh, of the other. So, anyway, Amalei Tanisua, that we learned in, a, uh, in, in our Mishnah to be Poshit, this Shaila, whether it's Kesav Suri or Kesav Medina, because it says, and it says, but Tana Sela Medina, if you can assume that the Sela of the Mishnah is Sela Medina and it's the Derech of Etana. To refer to a sela medina, by, but when with the word sela, so niflog venisni atres of a sela, then Rabbi Shimon should have been mamshich and write, wrote another uh, level of chalukah in the value of the shor. That if the shor would have gored one more time, another shor that's worth masayim zuz. So the last guy's going to get a hundred zuz. The one before that's going to get fifty. The one before that's going to get twenty-five. And the one before that, uh, together with the bible, are each going to get twelve and a half uh, zuz, uh, right? So twelve zuz and a sela medina, which is a chat. So it must be that the Mishnah is not talking about a Sela Medina, and that's why if Rabbi Shimon would have written that Chaluka, he would have had to say that the first two are Makabel uh, 12 and a half Zuz, and it's not the Derek of the Mishnah to start being uh, start discussing half Zuzim. So when it says Tokele Chaveru Sela, must also mean a Sela Tsuri, and you pay for Zuzim. So the person did not accept this Raya. So Amr Lay, he said back to him, Tanaki what, the Tana is going to just go like a Rochel and just you know, talk and talk and talk and talk. I mean, Uriah is that it didn't talk about another level of damage. It's already spoken about three levels of damage. How many times is that? So, my Havila, what was the uh, the 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 uh, the, the hachra'a in the suffix? Pashtua me hadam rabidam rab. Kol kesef amr b'tar kesef tzuri b'shal devarim kesef medina. Whenever you have kesef that's mentioned with that the chiv is mentioned in the Torah, it's always kesef tzuri. And whenever it's uh, a chiv that's all, that's that's mentioned by the chacham and not by the Torah, it's always uh, kesef medina. Uh, because when the Torah was given, the uh, only uh, they only had very very fine and refined sil- silver, so they didn't have Kesef Medina. That's what Tosus writes in Masechas Bechoros. Um, okay, so Amulei Gavra. So the guy who was Takalo Chavero said to Rav Yosef, "Hold Palga de Zuzuhu, since it's only a Chatsi Zuz that he owes me, Lobaina. I, I don't want to, uh, you know, I, I don't want it because I'm embarrassed to take such a tiny amount of money. Right? It's like waiting. You know, the, the cashier is having a hard time finding a penny. You know, to give you your one penny, and they're looking. Oh, I gotta go to the back. It's embarrassing, right? Standing and waiting for. That. I'm not interested in uh, waiting around for a penny. So go give it to Aniyim. So Hadar Amalei, after uh, afterwards, he changed his mind. The Nasrinale, he said, "You know what? Give it to me." I'll go and I'll uh, become healthy with it. Amalei of Yosef. So Rav Yosef uh, said, "I cannot give it to you." The Aniyim already were kona it with a kinyan maimit shloshdan, meaning in everybody's presence. You said instead of paying it back to me, give it to the Aniyim. So that's called that's a kinyan called the maimit shloshdan. So uh, so the the Aniyim were already. 
were already kona. That's if a person has a, a, a if you have an object that belongs to me, like I was mafkid you an object, or you're my balchov. So if I say the bala chayfet says to the one who's holding the chayfet in front of a third person that teneu uh, leploni, give it to ploni. That's a kinyan. The Gemara Gittin says that it's a hilchsa below taima. We don't know exactly what, how that kinyan works, why that kinyan works, but it does. It's a kinyan and it works. So I already did it. Kinyan maimich lashton. So ve'alvagav delekaniim hacha. And even though they're in this maima, there were no aniim. Anan yet aniim anan. I the gabet zedaka am working on behalf of the aniim. Dama ravi dama shmuel. Yisomim einin srichin prosbul. Yisom don't require a prosbul for their chovos. V'chein tani rami barchama. Yisom einin srichin prosbul. Rami gomliel beizdin avian shali yisomin hayu. Because rami gomliel and his beizdin are the avian shali yisom. So it's as if the shtaros are already misurim the beizdin. So. Uh, Chanan uh, uh, Bisha, uh, he was called the bad guy. Uh, Bisha means bad guy. Gavra. He also did this taka in someone's uh, ear. So Asal came to Ravuna. He came to Ravuna. Amalei Ravuna said to Chanan, Zil Havli Palga Zuza. Go pay him a half a zuz. Havli Zuza Macha. He had a uh, very uh, worn out, uh, rubbed out zuz. And he wanted to pay from that half of that. Since it was so uh, worthless, he, uh, they, they, he could, you can't even go bring that to the shuk and give it to a storekeeper. The Nizik didn't want to accept that chatizus from him. So So he then went and shouted in his other ear, or whacked him in his other ear. So now he owed him the other half of the zuz. So And now he said, okay, good. Now I got a freebie. And, uh, you know, and he gave him the, uh, the entire zuz. Okay, Bezrem Elisha will pick up at the Mishnah tomorrow. Everyone have a wonderful Shabbos. I will be back on Sunday. Very tired on Sunday, probably. But I'll be back on Sunday. <laughs>